Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This episode will be more timely than most. I'm going to talk about GameStop. If you've been reading the financial pages, uh, watching the news, amazing activity in the stock market. It's a public company. And I'm going to compare it to sports cards, similar to what I did with uh, the Bitcoin episode and other markets. But uh, Reddit is the, the driver here. Full disclosure, I have extended family members who are very much into Reddit, as well as very much into uh, video games and GameStop's type of products. And I'm actually a a good friend and occasional golf partner of one of the co-founders of GameStop. He's no longer involved, but a really bright, sharp guy. Started out with a great premise, but obviously when you're based on being in a mall and you have COVID, they've lost a lot of money last year, will lose a lot of money this year. But stock prices are not always based on the past. They're more based on the future. And is the price of GameStop realistic with uh, the future or even the perceptions? First, thanks sponsors, Tops Panini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huxton Scott Auctions, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentications. Want to compare and contrast this activity in the stock market and how that's uh, similar or different from sports cards. If you're not familiar with Reddit, a lot of things in this podcast, if you're not familiar with some of the underlying terms, you're going to be lost. And I really can't take the time to explain everything. But so much has been written in the financial pages. I want to develop some sports card insights from this. One thing is that this was a decentralized attack, digital attack, legal attack on short sellers of GameStop. They have done the same thing through the subreddit of Wall Street Bets. Uh, again, this is uh, not a coordinated effort. I, I liken it to if you had a conspiracy, is it more of a symphony or more like jazz? This is more like jazz where people are playing off each other. There's not one sheet of music where everybody has to play the same thing at the same time. That can be also extremely disruptive. But if you'll notice, GameStop is an iconic brand. Uh, They've also attacked BlackBerry and AMC, uh, the movie chain, Bed Bath & Beyond, any of these that Rich Klein's uh, 20 to 30 year rule that we remember things. And then 20 or 30 years later, we think we're going to do something about that. So GameStop's heyday, having been founded in uh, 84, it fits that. But it started with young kind of day traders who love to gamify things. On Reddit, they're looking at the short-selling activity, mainly from institutions. And and many people are against institutions. They serve a purpose, but they can certainly uh, use their muscle and their power to their own benefit. Perhaps a desire to hurt those institutions to mess up the short-selling that was going on. I'm not a big fan of short selling. I, I don't, as a Christian, I'm not a karma guy, but the Christian version of karma is a golden rule you know, to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And who, I, I don't think it's good to bet on other people's demise. And short selling is betting that a stock is going to go down. I don't think we have a lot of that in this hobby. That's good. When things generally go up or stay the same, betting against something, I'm not encouraging a mechanism to make that easier. The conventional wisdom is that this is going to end badly, that if people keep bidding up a stock beyond what the underlying value can support based on earnings or future value, that's just a bad strategy and a bunch of people are going to lose. But what does losing mean? (laughs) If it's a gamification in games, sometimes you lose. Hopefully no one is going bankrupt of individuals because you're buying stocks Unless there's some margin involved, you're buying stock with money that you have and your stock portfolio has a certain paper value until you sell it. When people are saying these people are bidding up a GameStop, how's that different than doing a lottery ticket or sports card investors? How's it different than Bitcoin or sports gambling or fantasy sports? 
in the GameStop situation, someone is going to be left holding the bag. But I say the bag in quotes because what is the bag? If you're sports cards, if you're left holding the bag of buying something that at a certain value that went down later, the bag is is the card, is the collection, is the set that you wanted. It's not bad to hold a bag. In the GameStop situation, the bag is holding a stock at an inflated price that you paid a huge amount for because it's gone up thousands of percents. Even more, it's the first thing I've read that's gone up a lot more than sports cards, especially when it's happened in the last year. They've been banned. The Reddit situation, they're trying to control it by calling it hate speech, which, again, the definition of hate speech, I just encourage you to have your own reasonable definition of hate speech. It's not, it's I hate what you're saying, or I'm personally hurt by that. But if your life is threatened, to me, that's hate speech. There, there must be a low bar there. So they barred that. In fact, it's so unusual that, again, for my political friends, when, when Ted Cruz and Elizabeth Warren and AOC all agree on something, there's really something's up. And it's that the system is is messed up. Now, I am not in favor of in the stock market as well as in the sports card investment market that there would be a lot of uh, additional regulation brought to it. As long as we're not dealing with short selling, I don't know that there needs to be a lot of regulation. In fact, short selling may not even work in sports cards because you can't be selling something you don't have because they're not completely fungible. As I've said, a PSA 9 is not equal to a BGS 9, and all PSA 9s are not equal. All BGS 9s are not equal. So you'd have to have a specific card. Uh, I've noticed Collectible now is allowing for secondary internal trading on their platform. I, I see that as a reasonable thing. You're talking about a specific card. The other thing that's interesting to me is GameStop, the market cap or the, the size of what's going on here is not that much different. It probably now is bigger than the sports card industry, but we're not talking about tens of billions of dollars. We're, we're talking about billions of dollars. These Redditors have been able to disturb the market, just like a small group of people within the sports card industry, especially the investment side, have driven up prices. They've done it very quickly, which again is very similar. I think the value of the GameStop brand is part of uh, the appeal here. If GameStop can turn their business model around, maybe this is not a loser. It, it, I don't know that it's a, a winner at $400 a share, but it certainly is presumed to be worth a lot more than $4 a share. I was looking at how GameStop, the company, can benefit from this, much like when we're looking at our industry. It's like a Panini and Tops and Upper Deck. They indirectly benefit from secondary sales of their products. So for GameStop, the only way they can get money out of this is by, by uh, the stock price goes up. That doesn't affect them other than they could issue more stock if they could do it in a hurry before uh, the bubble perhaps pops. What is the fantasy here? The fantasy here for the Redditors, perhaps, other than sticking it to the man, is that GameStop does return to glory that just like we hope in the sports card industry that these world record prices will continue and will become the new norm and uh, that sports cards will be more similar to fine art where no one is complaining about a very valuable painting being compared to the value of the ink and the canvas it is it's a rare displayable item that has a collector value and is subject to supply and demand Finally, I have a great quote that I found when I was researching this from a professor about bubbles, which, again, there, there's a lot of bubbles out there, but sports cards have been accused of being a bubble. He says that one thing people often don't understand is a bubble is just a deviation from fundamental value. And so in that sense, a bubble can be permanent. I don't know that I would say permanent 
eternally permanent, but long, uh, long-term long permanent, it could be. It's because there's a recognition that it isn't the fundamental value. There's some extra value, and there may be some extra value in owning GameStop. I don't think it's going to throw off a dividend at any time. But if this is a vote of confidence for GameStop, that they're going to be in a situation where they can uh, improve their business model. They have an awful lot of people that apparently care to prove the short sellers wrong, because most of these short sellers are saying, we think GameStop's going to be bankrupt. So I think there's a visceral response. It just points out that the wild swings that have happened, be prepared. I don't want to always be the voice of reason here as the older guy in the sports card chat room, but... When you saw what was happening with GameStop, the bouncing from two hundred dollars a share to four hundred to three fifty back to four hundred down to three hundred to three fifty to one fifty to two fifty, be prepared. That could happen in sports cards, and if it does, you've got to figure out when am I a seller, when am I a buyer, because otherwise it's paper profits. The beauty of sports cards, what I love, is those paper profits. Even if you don't consummate, if you don't sell, you get to have the card. I hope that every sports card investor has some level of collector inside them that they don't just see it as dollar signs. So again, this game stunk. It's a very interesting phenomenon. I hope we don't have short selling in the sports card industry, and I hope we don't have too much regulation. It's part of the fun of it that things can be extremely dynamic. I hope our nation doesn't shut down trading to the disadvantage of these smaller markets. So thanks, everybody. Be back on Monday with another episode.